Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show, Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show here on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you that are streaming on WGNC Radio this morning, thank you for doing so. As it's now time on to bring on the head coach of the South Point Red Raiders, Adam Hodge. Coach Hodge, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Good morning. How are y'all today? Coach, what's going on? I'm going to jump right in here. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) That was was so decisive. That was uh, not really, but yes, we're going to go along with it. (laughs) Hey, Brian and I were were talking yesterday about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, right? He thinks that's the hottest. He thinks that's the hottest thing going so I asked him who his celebrity crush is. He didn't have one. I told him I thought Jennifer Aniston was the hottest woman to walk the planet. So, Coach, my question to you is, to get things started, who's your celebrity crush? You have to have somebody. My wife. Good grief. boy. <laughs> y'all play Attaboy. it. Dude, y'all play it too safe. You got to have somebody, you, Coach. You want to uh, know, know why? I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I outkicked my coverage. Uh, I did really good. Doggone right. Uh, I would rather you said Josh Justice. No, no, <laughs> not, no. He's a good-looking guy. No, uh, that's I mean, <laughs> Nope, nope. No, look, we this. there's two things that Coach Hodge and I know very clearly. One, that is a safe answer, and it's a safe answer for one reason, frying pans, okay? So – Good job, Coach. Good on you. Hey, speaking of frying pans, Coach, you said a couple weeks ago you can't fry till you get in the grease. You guys fixing to jump into fire in the next couple weeks, right? Well, I mean, you know, that's uh, that's the way it goes. You know, you play who's next, and uh, we got uh, we got Crest this week and Kingdom Mountain next week. They both real good, and uh, but you know. That's the way it goes. You got to get ready for the next and whoever that is. And, uh, so 
we worked all you know, hard yesterday and uh, coaches worked hard on Sunday. We was up here at about, you know, midnight, me and Coach Andrews and Coach Justice and everybody, and Coach Painter, all the coaches, and, uh, you know, we get out there and get with it, I reckon. Coach Hodge here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, obviously, the loss on Friday night certainly took this program off schedule a little bit. I mean, I, clearly – Everybody on the panel here on the Rush Hour Morning Show thought that South Point was going to win the football game. Anybody that we have had a con casual conversation with in Gaston County would have said that South Point was going to win that game Friday night against the Hunter Huss Huskies. Now, the reality is, and, and I, I was hoping that this game would give me some clarity on who Hunter Huss is. Now, after the result on Friday night, I'm even more confused. Coach Hodge, what's the mystery in the Hunter Huss Huskies? What, what is it that you saw on Friday night that hadn't been seen really by anybody this season? Well, uh, I think if you watch their tape from the previous games, you can tell they got uh, a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, they played really hard. They played really well. And uh, they, they put it together. Um, you know, if you watch their tape, it don't take you long to figure out they got some guys that can run. Uh, they got some guys that, that can uh, block and tackle. Uh, I knew their safety was really good. I knew that the quarterback was dangerous. I mean, I knew that going into the game. And, and that's the thing. You can't look at records. You can't look at rankings and all that stuff. You know, that's great for selling newspapers. But that ain't where you play football. You play football on, on the field. And uh, if you got a, a group of guys that are, uh, have some ability and they put it together, they can, you know, anything can happen on Friday night. I've said this over and over and over again. It doesn't matter how good you are uh, two weeks ago. What matters is when they kick that football off at 730, who gets the job done, and that's what matters. It doesn't matter who was better three weeks ago it don't matter who's better three weeks from now what matters is that night in that situation and who executes at that particular time and, and it don't matter if you're better for a half it don't matter if you're better for three quarters it don't matter if you're not that does not matter at all it doesn't matter the internet and the and the tv and all the newspapers and all that stuff none of that matters the only thing that matters is from 7.30 to 9.30 what takes place on the field. And I think, you know, people look at records and they look at this, that, and the other, and they fail to realize that anything can happen on Friday night. Just like on Saturday afternoons, anything can happen. On Sunday afternoons, anything can happen. And the uh, bottom line is they, had, they got a talented football team, and uh, they played really well. They didn't make a lot of mistakes, and it uh, showed up. So, you know, you, you got to you know, tip your hat to them. They could have thrown in the towel there, and they didn't. They played hard, and they, they finished the game, and, and uh, you know, some good things happened for them, and that's the way it goes. So, you know, I, I'm you know, uh, we obviously got to get better, and we need to, to work on ourselves, and I say that all the time, too. Uh, you know, we got to get better as a football team, but they they got some talent. They can play, and, and if they put it all together, they're good, and they did on Friday. So, 
you know, that's the way it goes. That's why they got a scoreboard. Uh, you know, if, if, if we knew who was going to win, if everybody knew who was going to win all the time, we wouldn't have to play the games. Okay, I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I like this, Coach Hodge. I hadn't, I hadn't, Coach, you got me fired up. I sat on the show yesterday. I, I don't know what we're going to get, and, and rightfully so. Uh, you know, like you say, we're do, I think we're doing our job. You know, we're, we're creating buzz and, and getting people talking about football games and this and that. But at the end of the day, hey, I like this guy I'm talking to. I, I said on the show yesterday, Coach, come on the show, get me fired up, make me want to pick you guys this week. You know I love you. I love being around those guys. I, I know your coaching staff get, gets crunk and gets fired. I get it, man. You guys get after it. And so I really, from me to you, I appreciate you coming on here showing me some fire today. I'm not saying that you don't all the time. I appreciate it. That makes me want to pull for you guys. Listen, so here we go. As fired up as you are now, and as fired up as you got me, what do you do today to get these guys ready? Because, I mean, you know that every game you play is, is the biggest game, and there's not going to be one any bigger than this Friday night. How do you get those guys ready? I know the coaching staff is ready. Well, you know, you just try to fix any mistakes that you made the week before, obviously. Uh, and, and you look at what they do and what are they good at. And, and uh, you know, they obviously have some very talented players and – and uh, and that's, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you can't control necessarily what they do. you got to control what you can control and make sure you put yourself in positions to be successful on the field. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to do. That's what we, we didn't stay up here Sunday to, you know, uh, uh, talking about what NFL game was on. We stayed up here Sunday because we want to give our kids the best chance to be successful. So, you know, we're going to watch the tape and, and they obviously uh, got a good team, but you know it's our job to prepare our kids and to give our kids an opportunity to be successful, and that's what we're going to do. And when we go to practice, we're going to fix the things that we can fix. We're going to make sure we're where we're supposed to be, doing what we're supposed to be doing, and executing at a high level and, and being efficient. And that's that's coaching football. You know that that's the game. That's what you do. You know, and and sometimes things go your way. And sometimes they don't. And, you know, when they don't, you, you, you're either going to quit or you're going to go out there and get better. And that's the way life is. You know, when things don't go your way, you just you ain't got one or two choices. And so uh, I've always believed in working hard. Uh, my daddy was a hard worker. That's the way I grew up. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work and work and work and work. And, and whatever happens, happens. But I'm going to do the, the best I can. And I think our kids are, too. And uh, so... That's what we do, and we'll see what happens. Coach Adam Hodge here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, I got two questions for you. First of all, is this the, ever, is this the first ever time that you were ever told that you and your coaching staff were crunk in an interview? <laughs> I got to ask you that question first. Uh, yeah, that's not a big – You get a lot uh, of firsts hanging around me, Coach. Yeah, I – Yeah, you I guess talk, so. Uh, yeah, you want to talk yeah, about something. I don't believe something. called crunk, but – you know, look, man. You know, we want to win, and we want to we want to do as good as we can possibly do. And you know that that's that. These guys work too hard, and 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 I, they bust their tail, and they work their tails off. They stay up watching film all hours of the dang night, and they work really hard. And uh, we do all that so that we can give ourselves a chance to be successful. And uh, you know that's what we do. We do it. it we do it every week. We watch film every week. We we draw in plays up every week. We practice every week. 
And you do that to give yourself a chance to be successful on Friday night. And uh, so, you know, it's a, the same routine as we always do. We're going to work real hard and, and try to get better and better and better and better. And that's, that's coaching. And that's what you, that's what you sign up for. You know, it ain't, you don't just walk out there on Friday and here, right, that ain't the way it works. You know, there's a lot of stuff that people don't see behind the scenes where you're, you know, watching film and grading film and this, that, and the other. And that's, that's coaching football. So, uh, you know, I think everybody's working real hard. The kids came out real, uh, yesterday and worked their tails off of practice. And, uh, I'm sure they'll come out there today. You know, that's, that's what you do. You work and you try to get better and better and better and do the best you can. And whatever that is, it is. But, but, you know, when you lay your head on the pillow at night, you got to know you did everything you could to be successful. Coach, let me let me ask you this question because you've you've talked a lot about the the film study that you and the coaches were able to do on Sunday. Obviously, the film study is done to correct errors from the previous game and then to set up what's going to be happening for the next Friday night against Crest on the road. What were some of the things that you and the coaching staff saw? that you guys need to quickly shore up in preparation for Friday night's game against Crest? Well, I mean, you know, there's always little things. Uh, it, usually there's more little things than there are anything, you know, proper footwork and, and uh, you know, uh, tackling and, and getting lined up and, uh, you know, various things like that. But, uh you know, the reality is it doesn't matter if you win 42 to nothing or if you lose in overtime, there's always things you can work on. Uh, you know, I mean, there is. You can look at a state championship game and you're going to find things that you can work on. You're, you can look at uh, a scrimmage and you're going to find things you can work. You can always find things to work on. And, and you know, obviously we got to get better. Uh, you know, we, we got to make sure we're more efficient uh, and make sure we line up and make good tackles. And, you know, that's the game. It's blocking and tackling and taking care of the football. That's, that's football. And you got to get better at it and better at it and better at it. But is there one particular thing that I thought we needed to do better? No, there's not one particular thing. There's not one particular play. Football's not, you know, one play happened and that was the game. That ain't the way football works. Football is a collection of plays, and there's good and bad on every one of them. And you try to eliminate as many of the bad little things that happen in a football game. There's 10,000 little things in a game, and you try to eliminate as many bad ones as possible. And, uh, you know, that's that's coaching. And you can do that. It doesn't matter if you win, you know, like I say, 42 to nothing or you lose in overtime. It makes no difference. There's still little things that you need to get better at every single day in order to be as efficient as possible. So, you know, there's lots of things that we can work on ourselves. Obviously, there's lots of things that the other team does that, that we got to get ready for too. So, you know, that's the, that's the game. That's, that's, you know, you get better and you prepare and you get on the bus and you go play and that's football. Coach Brian and I and every football fan around were waiting on this game Friday night. We knew that Crest was coming in, you know, with like 20 out of 21 returners uh, from last year. We knew they, you know, they didn't like the way the game ended in the third round last year, so they've 
carried that with them for a, a, an entire season. You know, they're going to use anything they can for motivation. You know, we knew your, your defense was going to be young. You guys still trying to figure that out. With that being said, is your offense being efficient this coming Friday going to be your best defense? Uh, it has been around here for, you know, a long time. The, our style of play, uh, keeping the other team off the field, has always been a big thing here. Uh, you know, when they ain't got the ball, it's, it's hard for them to score. So, you know, you in the way we play, you know, our style is, you know, four, you know, get four every time you touch it. And, uh, you know, that's what we've done since, you know, forever. And uh, so, yes, obviously uh, taking care of the football and keeping the football is uh, a benefit to us. You know, there's a lot of times when, you know, if, if we can do that, it, it helps us overall in the, in the grand scheme of things. You know, and obviously, you know, if you can get a turnover or a short porch or something like that, uh, you know, it helps your offense. So, and then the kicking game is big as well. You know, if they got to go 80 every time, that's, that's a lot better than having to go, you know, 40 or 50. So, you know, to me, you know, they kind of all work together. Uh, you got to have, you know, all three phases of a, of a team and another game. And uh, so, yeah, obviously, uh, the offense being efficient as possible uh, will help our defense. But at the same time, you know, we got to stop people too. I mean, that's reality is, you know, if, if it takes us eight minutes and they score in 30 seconds, that's, that ain't, uh, you know, that ain't very good either. So, uh, you know, so they all work hand in hand. And, uh, but if we can uh, be very efficient on offense, that'll be, uh, a big help to us, you know, certain, you know, certain things can happen in a game and you got to be able to bounce back. You know, if, if you have a turnover, you got to be able to, to, uh, you know, keep that from, from hurting you or you got to make it hurt when you get one. So, uh, you know, but I think they all work hand in hand. Well, coach Adam Hodge, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the rush hour morning show this morning. Best of luck Friday as you guys make the trip to Boiling Springs, North Carolina to take on the Crest Chargers. And uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you next Tuesday, same time here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, you guys have a great day. Hey, I All appreciate right. you getting me fired up, Coach. I think I'm going to pick y'all Friday now. Not that that matters to you. <laughs> well, you know, some people pick us, some people don't pick us. It is what it is, man. At the end of the day, you go out there, you tee it up, and, and – uh, Go play football, and, and I, that, that's the that's what's fun about the game is uh, you know you get to go play and see what happens, and that's a lot of fun to me. I, I enjoy it. Well, coach, thank you so much for your time. We'll definitely be in touch with you sometime next week. See y'all. All right, we come back on the other side of the break. We'll continue the conversation about high school football here on this Tuesday morning. We'll be back on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. 
That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC. Brian Rushing, Corky Franks here with you. Okay. Coach, he was If I wasn't too old, I tried to go up here and put some pads on. Coach had me fired up. He was. An, an animate, that was an animated, highly confident Coach Hodge. Fair? Definitely, well, he was he was highly animated. I mean, he yeah, was he I like was that. energized. Yeah, I There's like no that. No question. Gets me excited. Okay, so I'm I'm going to ask this question because you you do have an insight. I asked for it yesterday, didn't I? You did. I said, Coach, don't come in here with that coach speak stuff. Come on here, and get, make me want to pull for you guys this week. Make me want. I, I want them guys to win. It's not like I. It's not like I'm picking against them. I want them to win. I want them to win out and, and make a run in the playoffs. You don't think that? 
Well, and, and so you've, you've got an insight here in the program. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the question. As a guy that watches this team with some regularity, as a guy that keeps your finger on the pulse of South Point football during the season, what was your thoughts after hearing that South Point had lost in overtime to Huss, and what were your thoughts going into this <clears throat> crest game? Because you probably would have pretty much the same thought and feeling that a lot of other folks in this community would have. Okay, so <clears throat> before the before we even before we even got to the game Friday, I just assumed I just assumed based on what we look at. Coach, Coach said it. He kind of called us out a little bit, didn't he? Hey, there's a whole lot more to it than looking at some scores and uh, looking at some stats and selling newspapers. We're over here looking at film. We know what it takes to break down the, the football game. You're not looking at that, big boy. Ain't that what he said? That's fair. That's fair. Well, and, hey, and it is fair. Coach is going to do his job, but guess what? Corky's going to do his job too. And, and, and so far it's worked out really well. However, with that being said, I, I don't care if they – let's say they didn't even play Friday. I really thought there's no way they're going to beat Crest. I just didn't think that. I thought uh, Kings Mountain coming to town in two weeks, based on how they did against Crest, I thought, you know, the crowd, the place is going to be packed. I think that gives themselves a chance to win that game. That's a winnable game. I really, going into the season, that's what I was thinking, looking through my crystal ball, right? Now, after they, I woke up Saturday morning. I didn't make it to the game Friday. I had, was preoccupied. Didn't make it to the game. I go to check the scores to see how we all did on the pick six. That's what I was checking. So the first score I went to was South Point. I almost fell out of the chair. Like, I almost fell out of my chair in the bedroom. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I went to like three or four different places. I thought it was a typo. I really did. I thought somebody typed the thing up wrong. See what I'm saying? Well, I did too because <laughs> yeah. for the times that I was listening to the broadcast on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, South Point was in the lead. Now, apparently, I didn't listen late enough. Yeah. Because I got home. And I didn't listen at all because I didn't even think it would be a game. Okay. And so, so therefore, okay, would this qualify for what ultimately transpired on the field as a trap game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Looking back on it, yeah. All right. So. I think that's fair. Okay. Now, again, how do trap games happen? Trap games happen when basically, as I understand it, the look of a team does in fact match the numbers. Yeah. Because <clears throat> Huss has struggled at times this year. Now, I think it's very obvious they picked an incredibly good time to play their best game of the football season. Because I don't think – look, you don't have to watch a whole lot of film to understand a 31-24 win in overtime over South Point at home for Hunter Huss is without question their best verdict of the season. Absolutely. No doubt, especially after getting dropped 41 to nothing to Kings Mountain. Yeah. Okay? Which goes into what I'm talking about more mystery being engaged when it comes to this Hunter Huss team. See, here's the thing. Do I believe that Hunter Huss is 41 points worse 
than Kings Mountain? Okay, well, I mean, the, the proof would be in the pudding. But do I now think that Huss is week in and week out seven points better than South Point? No, I don't believe that. So somewhere in the middle of 41 points down to Kings Mountain and seven <clears throat> points better than South Point, you've got this Hunter Huss team. So which is it? Where, where's the middle? Okay, so let me ask you a question. Okay. You've seen how, good, how well South Point's played at times this year, and then you see what happened this past Friday. Are they not better than, that, than a 31-24 to 24 overtime loss? Sure they are. So which, which South Point team shows up on Friday night? How about that question? I'm going to tell you this. I just got off the phone with a guy, right? You heard me over here during the break. Yeah, you're playing Stephen A. games. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah, you're like, I was talking, talking to a gentleman on the break that was breaking down some analysis for me. And okay, inside guy, right? Right. Okay, I was asking him a couple questions. And listen, man, if, if Coach Hodge, if his intensity and, and his confidence and all that stuff that he projected during our conversation a few minutes ago, if that stuff translates to those kids, now I'm sitting over here as a guy who, who's not watching film, thinking, hey, wait a minute. These guys might have a shot Friday now versus a couple weeks ago, I didn't think they stood a chance. And as crazy as that sounds, listen, believing, keeping your mouth shut, going and putting the work in, believing in yourself, Brian, that gives you an opportunity to do so many things in life. And winning a football game is one of them. And if if, yep. if if the message from the coaching staff led by Coach Hodge, uh, I, listen, I know him and Andrew, Coach Andrews talk all the time. If those two guys send their message to those kids and those kids, kids absorb that energy for this week, man, that's going to be, in my opinion, that could be a really, really entertaining football game on Friday night okay. versus me standing on the sidelines calling a blowout. Okay. And I get that. Okay, and and energy is important. If you don't, if you don't believe you can beat your opponent, you're absolutely right. Focused energy, okay, is even more important. And okay. I know firsthand because I've seen him do it. That's what Coach Hodge translates to those kids. And I know he's got a bunch of young kids on defense. I know it. If those kids will focus and believe, they will overcome all the hype. Because I'm telling you right now, that Crest crew, <laughs> I mean, you talk about crunk. I mean, they're ready to play for state championship. They, okay. they just are. And, and, that's, and that's the question that I was going to ask you. There's energy. Yeah. There's focus. Yep. Then there's execution. Yep. And I'm not worried about South Point being able to execute the triple option offense. Okay? That's not my concern. If I'm looking at this as <laughs> – someone who follows high school football to some measure, some modicum of understanding of high school football, the fact that South Point's going to run the triple option offense, whether they have some success or not, is less important in my mind is the fact that you've got a Crest team that over the first two conference games this season, they're averaging 62 points a ball game. Yeah. Okay? Now. What coach say, though? Can't score if you don't have the ball. That's true. Okay, and and but but this is this is what I'm talking about. Sixty-two points for Crest. If they were to score sixty-two Friday night, they're going to run away in this game. 
no doubt about it. Playing anybody. Okay, what your team is. Sure. And I'm not saying that they're going to score 62 on Friday night. That's not the point that I am trying to make. But what I'm saying is two things have to happen for South Point to have any opportunity in winning this game on Friday night. They're going to have to get an early lead, and they're going to have to be clinical in this triple option offense because this is the worst offense in the world to fall behind in. Yeah. Because if Crest comes out like the offensive juggernaut that they certainly look like, this thing's over. If they come out and it's 14 to nothing, now guess what you're doing? You're not playing triple option offense the way you would like to. It's, you can, but, but the clock's going to run out. But Right. You're going to run out of time. But I think the biggest issue in this is can the South Point defense keep pace with all the thoroughbreds on the other side. Because there's a reason that this Crest offense is as dynamic as it is. You're averaging 62 points a game, and it's not because you've got one guy that is just so much more demonstrably better than everybody. They've got a, an arsenal of guys that they're able to throw out in various situations. And it's going to be very difficult for any defense This particular week, it happens to be the South Point defense. But it's going to be difficult for any defense to be able to cover all that open space given the fact that you've got Husky pitching the ball around to everybody on that crest offense. Husky's throwing. (laughs) Listen to this, Brian. I'm glad you're throwing these numbers out. Listen to this. He's throwing for 296 yards a game. Yes. Okay. He's rushing for 200, uh, or he's rushed for 219 yards so far. He's, so he's rushing for 43, 44 yards a game. He's good for 350 yards a game. I know. One dude. I know. One dude. How do you stop that? Well, again, I, and I'm not saying that they necessarily have to stop it, but, but here's my question, okay? Is a South Point offense – going to be is South Point, let's say that they're able defensively to cut the number in half, okay? Let's say they hold hold Crest to 31 points, which is half of the conference average. Is there enough potency in the triple option offense to put 32 points on the board Friday night? Um... is there enough potency in South Point's offense? To put 32 points on the board against Crest Friday night. I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. So that's basically what we're looking okay. at then. Well, 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 let me run this by you, okay? Shelby dropped – Shelby put 38 on them, okay? Sure. Uh, Burns dropped 30 on them, 29. That's 30. Gaffney dropped 38 on them. So, yes. So they'll give up 30 points. They will. However – Those three offenses have one thing in common with one another. Okay, Ashbrook dropped 20 on them. Okay, Ashbrook is a little more of a contemporary to what South Point is because Ashbrook likes to run the ball. They like to get downhill on the run. They don't throw the ball around the way that those three teams you mentioned, Shelby, Burns, Gaffney, they like to spread it out. The fact of the matter is, is that, 
you give a team like Crest the opportunity to cover a smaller portion of the field, that usually benefits them. Now, again, execution is going to be key here. Offensively, if this club can hold, if they can score 32 points, I'm talking about South Point here, then basically what you're asking the defense to do is hold them to half of what their conference average is. And if that happens, they win this football game. But that's an awful lot of space to cover for 48 minutes. And the reality is, for South Point to have a legitimate case in winning this football game Friday night, they're going to have to own possession at least 30 minutes of the ball game. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. No doubt about it. And to do that, you're going to have to have an early lead. Yeah. Crest has three guys close to 100 yards apiece receiving a game. I know. <laughs> Isn't that, how do you stop that? Okay. So, 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 now you, so think about this, Brian. Now you got all these wide receivers. You got three wide outs, okay? And you really have more. Yeah. They're just the high potency ones. So guess what? There's nobody in the box now. Somebody better do something. Not some- as many. No. Because half of them's if outside. If you sell out on the pass and you drop extra defenders, now there's going to be fewer people in the box, which means you now shift your game into a running game. So are you trying to tell me that Crest has no run game? I don't believe that for a minute. No, because he'll get loose and pick up 15, 20 yards or break one for a touchdown in no time. Possibly. Yeah, he's been, I mean, he's been around the block before. Natavius Husky, this ain't his first season. You see what I'm saying? He's been around. And, and, and South Point, you, you know, South Point, uh, they've got all those young guys in the secondary. So, I mean, I don't know. Crest knows they're going to go out there and score. They just want to outscore you. You see what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to go out there and put their points up. I mean, I'm, and that's my concern. Brent, I would, South Point effectively being on the offensive side of the ball is not my concern. I think they could score yeah. some points against Crest. I just don't know that Crest is going to get held to half of their conference average to give South Point the puncher's chance to win this game on Friday night. South Point's going to score. They're going to do their job on offense. They're going to score. That, that, all that's going to work out fine. As long as they protect the football and don't shoot themselves in the foot. You've heard Coach say that a hundred times. And not only him, a lot of guys. Protect the football. Control the clock. You score. And don't let them score so fast. You know they're going to score. You know they're going to go out there and drop 30. You know that's happening. Just don't let them score in 10 seconds. Okay. And now you find yourself, I would love nothing more than to walk out at midfield after that game and for Coach Hodge to light me up about <laughs> watching film and not believing in his guys and all the work that they put in. I, I would love nothing more than that because, you know, I'll own my stuff. And I know he will as well. And that's why I appreciate him coming on here so jacked up. He got me jacked up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for Friday night now. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish up this Tuesday morning talking about more high school football as there's going to be some intriguing matchups this Friday night that we want to talk about. All that as we continue on this Tuesday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more. All at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. 
Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. I want to thank Rebels Contracting, a proud partner of the Rush Hour Morning Show, for being with us all this time. They specialize in the they specialize in the healthcare imaging industry. I've got a call coming in that they'll they'll be on in just a second. Okay. So we'll get to the caller here in just a moment. What I want to do 
go ahead and get to this Revels app. They've been specializing in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Revels Contracting is hiring site superintendents, electricians, drywall and ceiling installers, medical imaging install technicians. Revels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k, insurance, they run the gamut. If you're interested, you can reach out to them online at www.rebelscontracting.com or you can call Jason Crisp on the number 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Rebels Contracting Services, a proud partner of the Rush Hour Morning Show, 704-864-2000. All right, Corky Franks, let's see if we can get to this caller. Niner Brad, you're on the air. Good morning, guys. How are you? How's it going? I'm wonderful. Just listening to uh, some expert high school uh, talk and just wanted to chime in a little bit. Okay. What station was it on? Yeah, that's that's what I'm curious about. <laughs> uh, ESPN Radio. No, I'm kidding. No, always you guys. Always. Well, okay. So you called in. Let's let's go ahead and hear it. Let Give us your well, perspective on whatever it is that you're wanting to, to know or ask. Well, it's not really a perspective. I just want to actually give a good congratulations to Huss. Um, you know, to get thrashed 41 – was it – wasn't it 41 nothing Kings 40, Mountain? 41 to nothing to Kings Mountain. And to come back and put in a performance like that, you know, Coach Randy Thompson, I, I don't know him very well, but I did play uh, – went to high school with him. Just to have those guys prepared – um, and just being a coach myself and just knowing how it, how tough it is to mentally get kids, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids to get prepared to play South Point after wanting to beat um, Kings Mountain. I just want to congratulate those guys. What a, what a performance from them. Okay. So, Nina Brad, I'm going to ask you this question, okay? What, which team is which here? Is is Huss the team that really loses forty-one to nothing to Kings Mountain, or is Huss really the team that beats South Point? Or are they truly something somewhat in the middle? Looks like we've lost Niner Brad. So we'll we'll continue on. Oh, okay, let's try this. Oh, yeah, yeah. you and uh, that NASA spaceship yeah, you got over yeah, there. We, we're we're dealing with overload now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's all those you got four computers it's, over there. It's, well, it's Max Preps ads too. Oh so, yeah. So Golly. let's see. Okay, let's let's get out of that. Okay. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> I told you, worst site on the planet for okay. pop up ads. Okay. Uh, this... I'll kill that. Okay, Nina Brad, you back with us? I, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so where is this Hus team? Where's where's the middle? I, they can't be week in and week out the team that beat South Point in overtime 31-24. And they're definitely, I would imagine, not the team that gets dropped by Kings Mountain 41 to nothing week in and week out as, as well. From your perspective, where's I, this club? And just knowing, you know, young kids, and I, I think from what I know, understand with their, their team is they are young and they're, you know, trying to find some matchups where they want to be. That's probably what what's going to happen with the rest of the year with them. They're going to lay a goose egg here and there, and maybe just not show up one week, and then come out and actually perform to their capability the next week. And that and that's that's the hard thing with um, working with high school sports, middle school sports, is finding that consistency week in, week out, game in, game out, play by play. 
Um, I mean, it, it's it's kind of just funny. It, my daughter's playing softball and she's 10 years old. And I tried to try and just to get them to each play, know where to throw the ball. Um, and, you know, and just having the kids to know what to do each play, each second, each down is a it's a complicated thing to do. Well, and, and so with that said, you know, this is a club beat South Point 31-24 in overtime. Now they've got, and, and this, is, this is an interesting schedule. Obviously, they're going to close the year. They're going to close the year with Ashbrook, the battle for the bell. Then they're going to play Crest the week before that. But the next three weeks, you're going to have Stuart Kramer, Forest View, and North Gaston. So if this is, if this is the truly the Hus team that we're going to see from this point forward, they've got an opportunity to build a lot of momentum. And let's be honest, with the schedule that remains, this is absolutely a club that could end up winning five out of their last six games on the season. And if they do so, they're going to get a playoff berth. Correct. Confidence is a funny thing. Um, you know, they, they've obviously haven't performed the way they want, wanted to all year, but this game could be the momentum to take them over the top of the hill. Um, I'm, I'm nothing with putting down the other programs, but obviously they match up better with them than they would with someone like Crest or Kings Mountain. So the matchups are there for them to be able to keep pushing forward. And the, if their confidence keeps rolling, like I say, it's it, it it's a it's a good high and good drug, however you want to say it, to be able to be confident and step up and know what you're going to be able to do the very next play in the very next game. And that's what Brian and I were talking about yesterday, Brad, is, is you know, they're two and three right now, but they have Stuart Kramer this week at Stuart Kramer. Then they're on the road at Forest View. Then they have North Gaston at home. Uh, you know, but one tough game right here at the end, Crest. But then, you know, Ashbrook, I mean, if those guys go on a run – they give themselves a shot to make the playoffs. Well, and, and not only that, okay? North Gaston's got Ashbrook this Friday night. And then the following week, North Gaston, I want to make sure I've got this. North Gaston will host Crest, okay? So take the Crest game off the board right now for North Gaston. The reality is if North Gaston beats Ashbrook this Friday night – there's a real possibility that a North Gaston, hear this, a North Gaston Hunter Huss game in the middle of the conference schedule could have playoff implications. And I'm sorry, there's nobody in this studio or anybody listening to me right now that really would have thought when the season began a Huss-North Gaston matchup may have playoff implications. Nobody's thinking it. If you are, I'm not buying it. Especially after week one and two, you know, they travel East Gaston. Um, I mean, th and that's what it, that's again, that's you, that you just never know when the, the switch will click and kids can pick up on something. That's why you play because now these kids have an opportunity and they can see that light at the end of the tunnel after all that. I wouldn't call it suffering, but just the losing and just having to struggle. What you see what hard work does after that struggle, those Huff kids, those North Gaston kids, I think, you know, once you see that light of the tunnel, a lot of times, again, like I said, you can go over the top of that hill and momentum and confidence is a big thing. Well, it'll be very interesting to see how this breaks down. Nina Brad, thank you so much for your time 
this morning calling us. That, this is the beautiful thing about it. The phone lines are always available. When we're not having a conversation with anybody, feel free to call in 704-689-3820. Niner Brad, thanks for doing Love it. Death. We'll catch up with you later on. See, See you, Brad. You. There it is. Isn't this fun? It is fun. You, you know, win, lose, or draw. There's so many good coaches in this area. And we had one on, you know, 30, 40 minutes ago. And the it's Brian, it's not even about football. The lessons that these kids are learning about perseverance and being resilient and not quit. You can't win all the time. You're not perfect. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you might get lucky here and there. And, and I mean, how many teams win a championship undefeated? Seriously. Not many. It's true. Not many. 1%, maybe. Maybe. Had a great year. You're going to lose some games. You know, you're going to lose in life sometimes. Somebody's listening right now. Your day's going to suck. It's not going to be good. <laughs> Brian said his suck when he came in here this morning. <laughs> Some, somebody just turned the car around right now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's not always going to go your way, Brian. That's, but, but that's the – I love when things don't go my way. That, that's when I work the best. When things are tough – and things aren't going your way, that's when you don't quit and you try to figure it out. When things are going your way and you have a, you're having success, it's too easy to get complacent. And when you get complacent, you get you catch a left hook from life right there in the side of your jaw and you're knocked out. And then what do you do? You gonna lay there and cry? Or you gonna get your butt up and go back to work? That's what Coach said those guys did. They watched film all weekend. You think they're happy about that result? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They're gonna go back to work. Well, it's, be- it's the life lessons. It just so happens you win a couple football games along the way. But the lessons you learn playing for these guys will prepare you for life. And they're going to be way better young men and, and dads and husbands than they ever will football players. And that's, that's the beauty in it to me. Maybe I'm wrong. We've got some intriguing games to pick for this week's pick six. Games like Burns at Bessemer City. Yep. A Bessemer City club that has won four straight. Do they possibly have the wherewithal to take on a Burns Bulldog club and shake up the apple cart within their conference? Also, North Gaston and Ashbrook this week. That's a massive matchup because what it begins to set up for North Gaston, if they win, is an opportunity that we talked about in two weeks to take on Huss with playoff implications in mind. An Ashbrook win may be able to salvage their season as they try to build some momentum toward the tail end of the year. What would happen if Hunter Huss Ashbrook had playoff implications? Going old school with that, that would be phenomenal. We're gonna cover all of this tomorrow when we unveil the pick six as as we'll welcome you tomorrow from seven to nine on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Don't forget Coach Lubowitz tomorrow. What time? 7.40. Work- Dave Lubowitz tomorrow. Working on getting Coach Sosby from Crest on the show tomorrow as well. That'll be a loaded show. It'll be a lot to cover. Hope you'll join us tomorrow from 7 to 9 on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Glenn Beck is on at 9 a.m. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless, everybody. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.